This is the AOC Accelerate Podcast, where we invite, innovate, and ignite. Artists of Color Accelerate Podcast is brought to you through a generous grant from the Hartford Foundation for Public Giving, a community foundation for Hartford and 28 surrounding communities. At the heart of its work, the foundation strives to strengthen vibrant communities within Greater Hartford through efforts to dismantle structural racism to achieve equity in social and economic mobility made possible by the gifts of generous individuals, families, and organizations. The foundation has awarded grants of more than $837 million since its founding in 1925. For more information about the Hartford Foundation for Public Giving, visit hfpg.org or call 860-548-1888. Hartford Foundation for Public Giving, together for good. This is the AOC Accelerate Podcast. Um, I am Shayla Mora, and I have a special guest here with me today. Um, we have Reverend Best here. Good day. Yes, Good to is. see you. Um, just introduce yourself to us. Let us know who you are. So I am Reverend Dr. Shelley Best. I serve as the president and CEO of the Conference of Churches, which is the parent company of the 224 Ecospace. And I am the leader of the Artists of Color Accelerate uh, venture that is funded by the Harper Foundation for Public Giving. So that's why we're here. Yes. Tell us a little bit about the 224 Ecospace. Well, the 224 Ecospace um, came about as a faith-based community development project. It was based on my doctoral dissertation where I was looking at how could faith people make a difference in neighborhoods. And so I had a friend, um, entrepreneur, who said to me, if you want to change the city, then buy it. So get a city block wow. that you can have an impact. In. And I'm like, well, how do you end up buying a building? Yeah. And he said that oftentimes in cities they have dollar buildings. And so I tried to get a dollar building, but there wasn't one that we really wanted here in Hartford. Right. And we started to try to get a different building, the Colin Bennett building in Hartford. And then at the last minute, this opportunity opened up. And so we ended up here on Farmington Avenue in Hartford. Um, ultimately, the building was on the market for $1.5 million. Wow, okay. And it hadn't been bought in seven years. So we made an offer of $350,000 of money we didn't have at the time. It was faith. Yes. And of course, they turned us down. But through a journey of negotiation and relationship, we ultimately ended up buying the building for $387,000 with a half a million dollar grant from the state of Connecticut. That's amazing. So now the building is valued at $3.5 million and it is owned by the Conference of Churches. It was redeveloped by everyday people in the community. So everyday folks built this place and recreated it. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that part because I didn't even know that story. So, um, and you mentioned something about the AOC Accelerate Please tell us more because that's definitely why we're here. So the Hartford Foundation for Public Giving has a new leader, Jay Williams, 
and he is really an innovative leader who is making a difference in our community. He's really transforming the Hartford Foundation for Public Giving because now as a priority, the foundation has a focus on dismantling systematic and systemic racism. So a lot of their work now is to open new doors and to make opportunities available for everyone in the community. And, you know, we all know that Hartford is primarily African-American and Latino people living yes, in the city. Definitely. But historically, um, arts organizations have been mostly Eurocentric organizations. So what Jay Williams is doing is really opening the doors so artists of color and people of color can tell the story of our people through our lens, through the arts, and receive the funding that we need to be sustained. So that's a focus of the foundation. And so for that reason, they created the Artists of Color Unite Advisory Board to bring some of the best artists of people of color in the greater Hartford area together to really help the Hartford Foundation focus on what steps they need to take next to really make a difference. And so out of that advisory board came the idea of the um, Independent Artist Fund, which is an opportunity to fund artists in the greater Hartford area, and the Artists of Color Accelerate Project, which we're all a part of, yes. to really accelerate the growth of arts from the lens of people of color in the greater Hartford area. So if someone wanted to donate is there a possibility that they can give to this program? Absolutely. So one of the things we're establishing is the Arts Venture Capitalist Fund, um, which will have a home at the Harper Foundation for Public Giving. The focus will be for everyday people to be patrons of the arts and contribute, awesome. as well as corporate sponsors, so we can actually fund some artistic ventures moving forward. So we are raising money for that purpose and we're looking forward to what artists of color create in Hartford. We want Hartford to be that booming kind of city where people are like, you gotta go to Hartford yeah. and see what artists are doing there. For sure. And so that's what our hope is through our venture. So we got down the donation. How do people apply to be one of the fellows? So we're gonna have 10 fellows as a part of the program, 10 people, <coughs> excuse me, 10 people that we want to elevate as okay. top artists in the greater Hartford area. And those artists of color can apply through the 224.org website. And you'll see it right when you come in the front door, you submit your information and upload a 30 second video of who you are. Yes. And we will be selecting candidates to be those 10 fellows from diverse disciplines. So whether you are a visual artist or you are a dancer, that's pause moaning in the background, or you are a dancer or you are a person that does food or costumes or whatever it might be. Any yeah. form of art can apply. Makeup, yeah. it's, it's all there. So whatever you do is something that has possibility because we really want some top-notch artists to represent Greater Hartford. Yeah, this is super exciting. So any artists that's out there, please, Go on the 224 website, apply. It's very important that we get everybody out there because we want to pick, you know, the cream of the crop, as she said. Absolutely. So for those who are hearing background noise, I have an anxious dog that's sitting here on my lap. So he's moaning a little bit, but he will survive. Yes, it'll be all right. <laughs> um, is there any last uh, inspirational things you want to tell us or things that we can take home as far as like, or if you want to be an entrepreneur, anything like that. So what's most important for the Artists of Color Accelerate project is we want people to be able to decide for themselves. Do you want to, or do you see yourself as an artist entrepreneur? 
where you are developing your own arts business? Are you a program officer type um, where you want to work in an arts organization? Or do you see yourself as an arts administrator? And so whatever the area that you're looking at, we want to be able to help you develop your venture, grow that venture, and be successful right here in Hartford. We yeah, want to see that kind of success right here in our city. Thank you so much. Thought the best. Well, thank you for having yes, me. Yes, we are delighted. Thank you so much. Hello, we are back with the AOC Accelerate podcast, and we have Keith Clater here, and um, I just want him to introduce himself. He is a household name, and he denies it all the time, but that's okay. Please, please tell us who you are, Keith. It depends on whose house. Okay. Okay. All right. That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thanks for the intro. I'm Keith Clater. I'm a uh, photographer based out of Hartford. Uh, The name of my company is Time Flows Photography. I have been in business since 2005. Um, opened up a studio on Arbor Street in Hartford in 2008, and uh, thankfully have been there and been growing ever since. So mm-hmm. um, that is that is who I am. My focus uh, in terms of my work primarily is um, wedding, studio portraiture. I, I've, I've grown, especially recently, to love to really embrace um, uh, just simple portraiture and, and connecting with people and being able to tell those, their stories visually um, and uh, and some corporate and commercial work. So that's kind of who I am in a nutshell. Dope. So you said you're a photographer. What makes a person a photographer in um, your estimation? You know, it's I, I would say it's probably less about the things that a lot of people think that yeah. photography is about. It's, it's really um, it's it's really not about the camera uh, and it depends on what you're shooting. But I mean, if you know, in my case where I'm usually connecting with individuals and subjects, uh, it's, it's about being able to make a connection and being able to get them to let their walls down and let their guard down That's enough important. to be themselves yeah. in front of what can be a pretty intimidating space, you know, right. being on the other, other side of a lens, yeah. 99% of the people that are being photographed aren't used to being in that position. But, if you can get them to really, really calm down and to get outside of that wall that we put up sometimes when yes. the camera is in front of our face mm-hmm. to just be yourself, um, I think that's for me. That's one of the um, one of the keys of being a successful photographer. I think that's a true gift. Like everybody doesn't have that. So if you can allow somebody just to be in their space and their time with you and capturing that, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I. Um, I think I think probably one of the key words is empathy, and, and I think yes. a photographer, um, a, a person that is interacting with anyone, but especially again in in this field, um, the, the photographers that the portrait photographers that I see that I admire the most um, really are people that really can understand um, what makes someone else's heartbeat and what their passion is, what makes them laugh, cry, whatever element or emotion they want to get out of them out of them and, uh, and being able to really connect with them and understand. So, yeah. yeah, very important. Um, so for Time Frozen, you're connected to the AOC Accelerator Program. Like, what's your portion of this? Um, my portion is, uh, one, first off, along with Leslie Gomez, we are the photographers for the AOC. Shout out to Leslie. Shout out to Leslie. Yes. Um, 
But uh, yeah, so so our role is to, of course, be able to help visually brand uh, the AOC. Yeah. Uh, but in addition to that, uh, provide, you know, to provide mentorship, to provide advice, uh, my talents, um, you know, in basically whatever whatever resources that I can can provide from being a person in business, a creator uh, that's been in business for over 10 years yeah. and show, you know, share my successes, my failures, um, the, the lessons that I've learned so that, you know, the, the hard lessons so that hopefully um, the other art, the artists that are coming up yeah. through this program don't have to repeat it. Exactly. Yeah. Living vicariously. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. that's super critical. Yeah. Um, so what's next for Time Frozen? Oh, man. Um, it's Time Frozen is evolving right now. Yeah, so, that's yeah, awesome. there's, there's a lot of change going on right now with Time Frozen. Uh, one thing that I'm working on is is actually a new website that will not be named Time Frozen. It actually oh, okay. is going to be branded KeithClater.com. Um, nah, that's because, dope. quite honestly, that is the household name the that brand, we were talking brand, about. Okay. The brand is myself. <laughs> um, so, yes. you know, so, so, and that website is going to be dedicated towards um, a lot less wedding centric and okay. really much more towards uh, some of the travel photography as well as branding, uh, branding, corporate photography. So, yes. you know, the things that fall outside of the normal realm of what you would normally expect to see from me. Um, timefrozen.com is also yes. evolving as well. So that's going to be uh, probably less wedding centric over, okay. you know, in, in the coming months. And I'm excited. Really, again, focusing on, you know, some of those other things that, you know, we, we won't share everything yet. Okay. Yeah. All right. Keep yeah. that on the low. Good, good things. Yeah. Come. Good things. Come. We're excited for that for sure. Is there anything else that you want to share with us? Oh, man. Um, I am just uh, just excited and just like yeah. grateful to be part of this project. I'm, yeah. I'm really so excited yeah. about where uh, where it's going to go. And you know, it's even though we're just it's literally I think we're four meetings in, right? Um, exactly. And, and, you know, but but just understanding the roles and how we're all going to be able to contribute to this. Uh, I would just say, stay tuned for some just amazing things from uh, from the artist of color seller. It's going to be. It's going to be really exciting in the next few months. Definitely. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming. My pleasure. My sharing pleasure. your heart with us. Yeah. We really appreciate you. Good to. All deal. right. Thanks. Thank you, Keith. All right. Here we have PUP. And he's going to talk to us a little bit about the crypto for artists. Since the internet revolution, artists have been able to make a living off their work like never before. For example, YouTubers like PewDiePie, which is someone who has the most YouTube subscribers, without artists like PewDiePie and so many other artists looking to capture a piece of the market, YouTube would not be YouTube today. Facebook would not be Facebook today. Which goes to show us that our data and content we upload has value. And these privately owned companies are making huge money from you freely posting content without you getting any fair share. And if you are popular and able to earn based off their rules of earning, break one of those rules and you will be banned. Just ask PewDiePie. 
But in comes cryptocurrency and blockchain technology, where now artists can remove the middleman, allowing artists to fund their projects and earn directly from their audience. That is because platforms built on blockchain technology has no central company saying yes to some content and no to other content. It's actually all community driven. In other words, we can decentralize the value we bring and benefit directly instead of being centralized where they control the value. Cryptocurrency is generated by a process called mining or staking, which involves validating data blocks and adding transaction records to a public ledger known as the blockchain. Basically, it's our encrypted data, data which is our usage of these platforms that gives value to these platforms. Just liking a post on Facebook gives value. So technically, Facebook is mining us. Then they sell our data for however much money but where's your cut? That's why we are bringing you this Crypto for Artists segment to bring awareness to what is happening now in the crypto space and how to utilize it. No matter what type of artist you are, there are now decentralized platforms on the blockchain with a cryptocurrency earning system in place for us to see the true value in your audience and community. To earning from likes, streams, and NFTs, there's so much to learn and be aware of. And so every episode, I will bring you Crypto for Artists gems. And if you have any questions on how to earn crypto with your specific art, shoot me an email at realllc at gmail.com. That is R-E-E-L-E-L-L-C at gmail.com. I am P-U-P and that's Crypto for Artists. Fun facts by the AOC Accelerate Podcast. Did you know that the Playhouse on Park, located at Park Road in West Hartford, offers actor classes for kids as young as four? Now that's amazing. For more information, please visit their website at playhouseonpark.org. That's playhouseonpark.org.